Hello and welcome to Pardon My French episode 23. So we've skipped two weeks. I am Ingrid Delamar Kenny and I am your host Love from Beautiful Monaco. We've skipped two weeks because our transformation retreat, magical retreat, if you followed my adventures and my team's adventures on Instagram, you know we had the most magical week retreat at the Grand Hotel du Cap in Saint-Jean-Cap-Ferrat, right here in the south of France, overlooking the Mediterranean Sea in one of the most iconic hotels. And I have to say, I had to make this podcast episode all about that experience. I never expected what this experience was and to see women coming together the way that they have. So this week's episode is about women uplifting one another, women fixing each other's crowns and women remembering that they are queens and they are wearing a crown over their head at all times. So it was really incredible to me because some of the women that came to the retreat I had never met before. I had Instagram met. Um, one of them was actually a complete ghost follower um, and she was the first one to sign up for my retreat when I had planned it uh, for Corsica at the time. So Corsica is the island of beauty and it's about an hour and 15 minute flight from, um, from here, from the south of France, from Monaco. Uh, and we had planned a gorgeous retreat at a hotel, a five-star hotel, Relais Chateau, um, and it was meant to be the most beautiful paradise, you know, haven for this retreat. A little bit down the line, as I organized it and started having people signing up, we had a, a lot of people signing up for it, a lot of wonderful women. Turns out the hotel was really, really laid back about their way of dealing with you know, customer service and, you know, all of the things that I had put in place for this retreat to happen. Long story short, as the retreat got closer, I felt like they were not up to part for, you know, my norms, the type of service and like supreme and extreme um, perfection I wanted to give my guests. So I decided to call every single one of my guests that were already paid guests and run it by them. So I scheduled Skype calls with every single one of them and said, and all of them are mostly in the United States, Canada. I had another lady that was coming from Israel at the time. I had a lady that was coming from uh, Sam Bart's. I called all of them on Skype and said, look, this is not looking good. This is a five-star hotel. It looks really good on you know the Condé Nast traveler because they had gone previewed on there they had gotten awards but right now the way that they're dealing with us is just not good and I want to cancel this retreat and I want you to either ask me for your money back whatever cancellation fees your flight will cost you or let me keep the money and organize the most beautiful retreat ever somewhere else and some of them asked for their money back and rightfully so and they got it back because they couldn't make it at another time most of them were super grateful i did not take the leap of faith um, into the darkness kind of um, and realized that i just really wanted to keep my credibility intact 
um, and I didn't want to put them through a trial and error um, case scenario with this first retreat I was do I, w- I was planning um, and one of them particularly said no you know what wherever you go I'll go you let me know let me know the dates run them by me if I can make it I will be there and that's exactly what happened and she ended up coming to this retreat at the Grand Hotel du Cap which we whipped up in less than two and a half months because the Grand Hotel du Cap was closed for the winter, as they always are. And I couldn't get in touch with management until they came back to work sometime in February. Um, and thanks to Aurélien Guéry and Aurélien, if you are listening, thank you so, so much for believing in me. I know it's not easy to open the doors of a Four Seasons five-star hotel of such excellence to an organization that you know nothing about and especially to a retreat. Uh, where I very much impose my rules, I've imposed a lot of my uh, ideology, I've imposed my cookbook recipes in a way. So uh, I can't thank Aurélien enough for making it happen. And another person I have to thank for that is my executive producer husband, Jill Kenny, who had shot a TV commercial for Azaro campaign for Azaro there last year and kind of made a good name for us because it was a huge production. The the ad just came out. I actually posted it on my story yesterday. And so the Four Seasons, um, which owns the Grand Hotel du Cap, was absolutely thrilled with Shark Prod, Jill's company, and the way that this production went. Um, And so when they said, well, the wife is kind of, you know, wants to do this retreat, they were like, fine, if the production of this retreat goes the way that the Azzaro campaign went um, and is going to make us look good, we'll do it. So I have to thank my husband, my brilliant husband, Gilles, for making it happen for me and giving me a good name right off the bat and making this happen for me. Um, long story short, I have one participant that was meant to come to Corsica a year ago who ended up showing up to the retreat. A lot of people ended up canceling because we didn't know when the next retreat would be. We didn't know where it would be. I just was promising that it would be uh, of a level of excellence that was worth the wait. And so some of them showed up, some of them couldn't, and then new people showed up. Um, I have an authorized retailer in Ontario that resells simply in Yulin. And I think she heard me on the Skinny Confidential last year. And right after she heard me on the Skinny Confidential, I started advertising the retreat again as I knew that I was working on a better venue. And she actually signed up without ever talking to me. Long story short, Giovanna, who's the owner of Unique Concept Boutique in Ontario, became my authorized retailer for Simply in Yulin a few months ago. But before that, she had signed up to come to the retreat and so she showed up which was awesome because by the time she showed up to the retreat and flew all the way from Canada to be with us she knew Susan my manager of operations really well they talk like almost every day about her inulin shipments that she gets hundreds of and then gets sold out after two days of receiving it and I knew her really well I mean we've been like buddies on Instagram we've been tagging each other Uh, She had an amazing coffee and clothes with a K for both words event where she featured in Yulin 
And so that was really cool to have her. And then I have another wonderful participant. I'm not going to go through every single one of them, but just for the anecdotes, um, who is, has been a friend of mine on Facebook for many, many years. And she's a little bit older than me. She has a young daughter who I absolutely love, who I connected online with after getting to know the mom. Um, and this woman who came to the retreat actually flew here last year, stayed at the Grand Hotel du Cap, which I didn't even know. And, you know, uh, took the drive to Monaco to train with me. So she came to train with me to the south of France for two days. And of course, we got closer. Lo and behold, we had met on Facebook years ago when Facebook was still in style. Um, and she came to train last year with me. And then when she found out about this retreat, she couldn't make the previous one. She said, Ingrid, I'm going to come. And I was like, oh my God, are you coming? She's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to come. I'm coming. And that was awesome. And I had another woman come from London who I, who I had met in New York City many years before. Her career changed, she moved to London, my career changed, I moved to Monaco. She found out about the retreat and decided to take a leap of faith. And she's not even on Instagram, so she's Instagram shy. So a lot of you wouldn't know who she is, she wasn't tagged or anything. But she showed up without even knowing anything about my true philosophy. Because really, the way to get to know what I believe in and to know about Simply Newland and gut health and hormones and even the method and the movements is really to kind of follow me on social media. Even the website, the method is great, but it, it doesn't go in depth as much into the experience that you would have if you came to a retreat. But she showed up because she knew me. She knew, she knew how I am, she was attracted to the energy and she showed up. And I have to say, when she arrived at the retreat, she was the most resistant. And she would tell you herself if she came on this podcast, she was the most resistant to the non-diet perspective. When we started to serve food at the retreat, she was like, oh my God, that's too much food. What kind of retreat did I show up at? Am I going to get fat on this retreat? And so, of course, we had these meetups and, you know, casual lectures. And yet, after all of this kind of casual lecturing and explaining the philosophy, this one woman who actually came knowing nothing about the method, knowing nothing about Simply Gangster Chic products, knowing nothing about my e-cookbook or my ideology. She had not heard my podcast, nothing like that. She literally came from me because she knew me as a person. She knew I had a protocol that I created and that I launched years ago. And she trusted the process without really knowing what she was getting herself into. And to me, that was so amazing. But yet, after all of these like lecturing and explanations and talks the first two days, I could see in her eyes, she was so afraid of food. Food fucking petrified her. And I had a lot of empathy for her. It was not that I was getting upset because she wasn't getting the gist of it. I felt like she was at a disadvantage from the other women who had been following me on Instagram. A few of them were already on the virtual platform exercising and getting ready for the retreat. 
um, you know, it's like when you follow my Instagram stories, you listen to the podcasts or I go on that I'm inviting on, invited on or the one or my own podcast, pardon my French, this one, you kind of have all of the information already hammered in your head. You already know what to expect coming to the retreat. You know, we're not going to be having juicing and, you know, fasting for 24 hours. You know, we're going to sit around and have a, you know, South of France Mediterranean lunch with an appetizer and a main course and a cute dessert with the chic bite roll. Um, but she didn't know any of that. And I could see that when the meals would come, she would be like petrified of eating food. The only time that she was very receptive from day one was when the Sipli Kefir coconut vegan yogurt came on the table. That she had no fear of eating. She ate it right away. She said it tasted delicious. She could tell that it was healthy. She felt it right away. Yet she inquired about the fat in it. So it was like, I felt like I needed to have her next to me sitting at the table every single day to kind of walk her through it and hold her hand and familiarize her with eating food again. This woman was uh, really unhappy with her midsection. 45 years old, gorgeous, gorgeous woman, tall, beautiful, lean legs, uh, but her midsection had been inflated from what we believe was a hormonal imbalance. After a breakup, you know, having had no children, uh, by the age of 40, 45, it hits you. Uh, even having children at the age of 40, 45, it hits you. It hit me. I speak about it all the time. This is when I became so much more aware of hormones. Um, and so for her, it was really the idea of teaching her that dealing with her cortisol levels was what we needed to be doing. Teaching her about insulin resistance, she never heard of it. All this woman knew to do was go on what we call other retreats, like retreats, but juicing for like 10 days and not eating solid food. So it was like kind of walking her back into eating real food for the first time again. So she's probably the one I give the most credit for. By day three, she was convinced. She did skip one meal saying, I can't eat all that food. I'm so scared of eating. And that was on day two. And when she did skip it midday, right after the second master session of the day, she was like, I need a snack. And we all looked at her and were like, we're not hungry. We don't want a snack. This is the problem. You are messing with your hormones. You're so scared of eating real food that then your body goes into insulin resistance. Your cortisol levels go up. Your ghrelin hormone is raging and you want a snack. And what happens with a snack? Usually you don't want steamed carrots as a snack. You want a snack. And that's exactly what happened. She went into a room and she had like chickpea uh, potato chips. Like they weren't potato chips, they were chickpea chips, which is called soca chips here in the south of France. That would be an okay thing to have with aperitif when we had the glass of wine or a piscine de champagne before dinner. But that's definitely not okay right after a workout. And it's not normal to want it. So if you have these insane cravings midday or you've been um, kind of like modified in your, in your head, to believe that you're supposed to have snacks, let me break it to you. What this retreat 
really introduced to women who were not so sure yet about how the body functions. The less you put your digestive system through the process of digesting, the better. So if you can cut your meals into three a day and no more than that, and the rest of the time between those meals, you let your digestive system recover, the more likely you are to keep your cortisol levels low, the more likely you are to prevent insulin resistance, and the more likely you are to no longer hold on to fat in your midsection. And it's kind of like a complete reverse belief and process from what we've been taught. And what this woman that I speak about and that I respect so much for her courage of finally coming to the wild side and listening to me midway through the retreat. It's very difficult to reverse the way that we've been programmed to believe that we're supposed to have two snacks a day, three meals, but cut down on carbs, have processed alternative kind of foods and protein powders, but be scared of chickpeas and sweet potatoes and turn it all around and show her. So the bottom line was I would sit with her. I would always make it a point to sit with everybody. We, we kept on doing musical chairs like every single meal so I could be sitting next to everyone. And then Susan got her chance to interact with everyone. So we all and so everyone would get to know each other as well. So we kept on changing chairs. We didn't have like uh, a, a special, you know, seat throughout the whole retreat, but I would make it a point to sit next to this particular woman whenever I could or not too far so I could make eye contact with her and tell her with really soft eyes and a lot of love, it's okay to eat. You are safe with me. You are safe with this food. This food is good for you. But the bottom line was, I told her when she arrived, I said, you came here not happy with your midsection. Every single diet that you've tried, every single trend you've followed has not worked. You're still unhappy with your midsection. What do you lose listening to me this week? I know what I'm doing. And she said, okay, I trust you, but please walk me through it. Please deal with my fear of food. And that's exactly what I did. And by day three, um, Inulin had bloated her the first two days because it was her first time with Inulin. But because she was on this intensive program with me and she was eating the right food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or doing intermittent fasting the right way with Inulin in her coffee or in her tea and having the Simply Kefir as a probiotic, with calm, which comes as kind of like a bandage, a kind of like a band-aid for your gut when you're intermittent fasting and that taking away a hunger, like the bad kind of hunger, the craving hunger that comes deeply from a leptin satiation hormone that is completely unbalanced and sending the wrong neuro signals to your brain. So going through all of that this week, instead of having the 10 day of bloat with the inulin that some people have at the beginning, which is completely normal because we're altering your gut, she had only two days of bloat. On the third day, her stomach felt flat, which gave her confidence in the food finally. And on, so on the third, third day, when she started feeling the effects of inulin, now you need to know 
if you are going to start in your lane, don't necessarily expect to have a great turnaround in three days. What happened at the retreat is not likely to happen in your home, especially if you're in the United States, because you're still fighting with the produce that you have at your disposal in the States, which is not the same we had at the retreat. We had South of France tomatoes, we had the best bovine meat possible, we had the best olive oil, we had food that was not processed whatsoever. Everything was made in the chef's kitchen. Um, so you have to know that your gut may take longer to adjust if you're starting in your land and you're in the States or in, your, in England where you're more um, exposed to processed food and alterated food. Um, so in this case though, at the retreat, because she was following this wonderful regime, you know, so fully. I mean, that was the point of the retreat. We only had six days, seven nights. So we had to make the best of it. And so that's what we did. Um, when she started feeling that she debloated and her bowel movement, which was always a problem, having um, chronic constipation is something that is very indicative of having hormonal issues. So a woman that's going to be 45 years old, starting to feel like her midsection is inflated and retaining fat like it wasn't before, um, that is hormonal weight gain. And very often this same person will be constipated. That is a complete sign of hormonal imbalance. So for her, that's what it was. And with the Simply Kefir and the Simply Inulin and the exercise and eating the right food. And I made her eat olive oil. She was so scared of olive oil. She loved it, but she was so scared of it. So when she finally adhered to the philosophy on the third day, she finally found a little bit of solace in food rather than being so afraid of it she started seeing results she did not leave the retreat completely transformed as she wanted to we have more than six days to go i mean six days was great she totally deflated we saw it on her neck we saw it around her thyroid area we saw it on her shoulders and her arms her midsection deflated her legs started leaning up but she needs to definitely be sustaining this lifestyle and not diet ever again because it's definitely rubbing her hormones the wrong way. But that being said, I had a lot of empathy for what she was going through the first few days, being so fearful of food. By the end of the retreat, she was eating a normal meals with all of us without being afraid of food. She even had some bread. And I really pushed on the sourdough bread at the retreat. And there was sourdough and simply inulin in it. Uh, but there was also regular sourdough bread with no inulin, which was the hotel bread, which I totally told my guests they should have and try and none of them gained weight as a matter of fact all of them lost weight all of them leaned up and looked amazing um, but I learned more from this retreat than just the transformation of the body and low cortisol levels and there was definitely a transformation in me and even in my daughter Savannah who was an assistant on the retreat that was amazing to have her on this retreat she was not um, you know treated with any privilege she was really a full-fledged employee she was at everybody's uh, beck and call she was amazing um, she actually was working for Susan my director of operations so she answered to Susan um, and I even saw the change in Savannah who you know is 
now graduating this year, going to law school next year. And of course, she suffered the wrath of, you know, mean girls, as they all do in school and high school. Um, this retreat has changed her perspective on women. And I already had my perspective on women completely changed from having shared uh, my life story with all of you on podcasts like The Skinny Confidential or The Pretty Electric or other podcasts I've been on recently. I, I went on Dr. K's um, podcast as well and we spoke about my past and my experience. And having seen women, hundreds of women, hordes of women come behind me and lift me up and say, your past doesn't define you. It makes you, you're amazing. I admire you. And none of them judge me. Um, had already changed my perspective of women on women. I, through the process of becoming who I've become and doing what I do and becoming more public on Instagram and more authentic by the minute, I've realized I'm a real girl's girl, which I was not before. I was afraid of women. They used to hurt me a lot in friendship. Today, I thrive thanks to women and I love them. And I was thrilled to see that I was able to transmit this love for women and how powerful the camaraderie between women can be with my daughter, Savannah, who's turning 18. She's truly felt it. We had all demographies in this retreat. Uh, from Susan and I to Savannah's age to our guests, we went from age 18, Savannah, to uh, 27, 31. We had a 46-year-old. We had a 60-year-old. I mean, we had every age in between. And to see this group of women, all demography, different social circumstance, circumstances, different love lives, uh, different family situations, all come together as one. One lifting the other up constantly, encouraging one another, reassuring one another, uh, shopping together, um, you know, having these deep talks, talking about our past, talking about our future, talking about our present, giving each other advice. It's changed even Savannah's perspective on women, which for her, I think, completely changed the way she felt about relationship with girls her age. Uh, when the retreat ended, she said, gosh, I don't want to go back to my friends. They mean I want to be with real women, like the women at the retreat. And this had me thinking, this is the new era. 2019 is the new era where you don't look at yourself in the mirror and say, mirror, mirror, tell me I'm the most beautiful. Today, you look at an another woman's eyes and she tells you you're beautiful and she's your mirror and you tell her she's beautiful. You, feel, you fix the other girl's crown. That's what it was all about. During the master sessions, if you've watched our videos, not even of the retreat, but my videos of the method protocol, you know we have a bar and that bar is supposed to be held on top of your head, not behind, not in front, but on top of your head. And I kept on reminding my participants, put your bar on top of your crown and, visual, and visualize, visualize this, this crown that you have on your, head, on your head. You're all queens. Put the bar on top of your crown and automatically I would see postures rising, confidence enhanced, smiles, and definitely the bar on top of the crown. And then Giovanna, the owner of Unique Concept, 
uh, in Ontario was there. She loves any type of costume. She was like, you know what, the next retreat, you need to get us crowns. So I do believe that for the next retreat, I'm going to take up Giovanna on it because she's coming back next year and I'm going to get crowns for all of my participants to wear during their sessions. So they remember to put their bar on top of their crowns and rise with their torso to the tallest and the proudest that they've ever been. It's good to be a woman nowadays. It's good to uplift each other. I got a very, very upsetting message the other day from a woman who is apparently not very happy with her life. Um, and I'm going to share it because I found it upsetting for her. I found it really upsetting for her. I am going to share it, not to bash her. I'm not even going to mention her name, even though I tagged her when I posted on my story. But there's something that has to be said nowadays about getting horrible messages like that. So I want to speak about it and look at things a different way for women who have a little bit of jealousy in them um, and that kind of feel the urge of hiding behind their keyboard. I call them keyboard warriors and if you're one of them listening, you want to take this episode into consideration and think of how good you could feel like we did at the retreat, uplifting each other, fixing each other's crowns. Even my 18-year-old daughter who was on this retreat working her butt off came out a better woman seeing this beautiful, empowering relationship between women all ages, all walks of lives, all kinds of bodies, all kinds of hair, all kinds of skins. This woman wrote to me, totally, I didn't ask her for her opinion, I've never actually spoken to her before. She's actually asked me what kind of sugar I used before without saying hello or please. It was like, what kind of sugar? And I never answered because I found her rude. She wrote, I thought you were cool, but I listened to the podcasts today. You seem to think right and wrong is gray area based on your personal circumstances. This is America and we have a judicial system. Some rules are not bendable. I'm curious also, you must have known your husband's values when you married. She's talking about my ex-husband who became religious after we married. Your description of your life is confusing. You felt trapped in a Hasidic community. I was not in a Hasidic community, uh, but I don't feel like I should explain. I was actually in a religious Orthodox Jewish community, but not Hasidic. But your husbands didn't adhere to the practices. Um, I have two children with disabilities, she says, and an autistic nephews. Could it have been you didn't accept the diagnosis of your son? From an observer's point of view, you seem shady and like someone is always out to get you. I feel so bad for this woman. I feel so bad for any woman that can take time out of her day to write to a complete stranger and judge that complete stranger for their life. Or worst again, judge an ex-husband who didn't ask for anything. My ex-husband knows I talk about our experience and our life, but I always do with the utmost respect. Um, I don't think that my religion or my beliefs or my, observe, my observing of my religion is anyone's business. The fact that I would put any aspect of my life out there has helped people. When Dylan, my son and I 
decided to come forward to talk about the fact that he was on the spectrum of autism and we did not accept a diagnosis. I did not accept it, of course not. When I decide to choose, when I choose to share the fact that I have gone to prison, never do I say what I was accused of was right or wrong. Not, never do I give excuses on the contrary. But I feel like one woman that finds it in her heart to send such a rude as fuck message. Talk about a man she has never met. My ex-husband, how dare she? Leave him the fuck alone, bitch. Mind your business. Opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one and no one wants to see your fucking asshole. So I'm going to say it right here. If you're listening to my podcast and you have the urge to send me a rude message, I couldn't give a fuck about your opinion. Your opinion did not pay my fucking bills, nor save my child, nor sent my son to law school where he is today. Your opinion is your business, just the same way that it is a reflection of your own issues. Now, if you are one of those people, please find it in your heart to try and uplift another woman. It feels so good. The retreat for me, and I hope that it was coming across as vividly as it was, probably not, the magic that it can, can come across in videos, but I hope through the Instagram stories, you all were able to feel this incredible magic of um, synergy between women. No hate. It was unbelievable. It is so empowering. I came out of this retreat having transformed bodies, but it has transformed me as well. I've never been more of a girl's girl than since this retreat. I've never loved women as much as I do today. And I love seeing the same has happened for Susan, uh, my director of operations. She was already such an uplifter. She was already, you know, my backbone and always being like, boss, you're the best. As a joke, she doesn't call me boss, but you're the best, you're genius. And I always felt the same about her. Seeing my 18-year-old's perspective on women at such a young age changing for the best is extremely empowering. I'm so proud that this was possible and I thank all the women that were at the retreat for making that possible, for giving out this love for women. And to anybody that's a keyboard warrior that makes it a, their business to stay up one hour later at night to write a long, rude message to someone, to another woman, I will tell you what I tell my kids. I tell my kids, it doesn't matter if you do Shabbat because we're Jewish and we used to be religious, we're no longer. It doesn't matter if you do Pesach, which is Passover, which is today, actually on the Jewish calendar. It doesn't matter if you say your prayer in the morning. It matters if you are nice. So this is my question for my children every day. Did you make someone happy today? If you have, if you made one person happy, one kind word, one effort, one phone call, resolving someone's problem, one person a day, then you were a good Jew. Then you were a good human being. Then you are worthy. And then I'm proud of you. So I will say this to all of the women 
that have a hard time finding it in their heart to uplift another woman. Make it your business instead of sending your rude ass fucking messages to make someone feel bad. You're not always going to get someone like me on the other line. Someone who's going to fight back, someone who's going to expose you because I do expose it. If you feel comfortable enough to be a keyboard warrior and hide behind your screen, I will expose you. I will post it for people to see it for what it is. And usually when I post it, the bad of this person is outweighed by the goodness of the hundreds of women that answer back and go, oh my God, Ingrid, I'm so sorry you had to get a message like that. You are amazing, I love you, and I answer, you are amazing and I love you, and there's this love fest that comes out of it. So win-win situation, the only one who loses is the asshole who's out to get herself by sending such a hateful message. Hate is painful. Hate hurts, but it hurts the person who gives it. That hate you give is what hurts you. And guess what? It's not chic. So think about it. Something much chicer to do is to make someone happy. Even just once a day, make someone happy and mean it. One other thing, when you are in a bad mood and you send disgusting messages to people, maybe you need to eat a fucking sandwich. Get off that diet. That will turn you into a real bitch. All of it, this radical um, deprivation in f of food or substitution of food or relying on a smoothie instead of your breakfast or pushing on snacks and processed foods as snacks will affect your leptin hormone, which is your satiation hormone, will affect the your, your, your brain as well. It, it does cause depression. It does cause being irritable. The gut-brain axis is a real thing. If you are kind, if you spread kindness, your cortisol levels will go low and your midsection will shrink. Being nice can make you skinny the same way that, you know, being polite, sitting straight at the table can make you skinny as well. I speak about that all the time. So that's my message for today. Next week on the podcast, um, I have the incredible Canadian superstar blogger, KGMTL, Catherine. I know a lot of you know her. Uh, and that's a big homage to my Canadian community. I have a huge Canadian community. I adore them. Canadians are the most incredible and supportive women I've ever met. Um, so that's, that's great. I'm so happy to have Catherine on KG. MTL is coming on um, the podcast and we're going to talk about our um, journey with fertility. We are both trying to have a baby. Uh, actually, I stopped trying uh, for a little while because I had a miscarriage last June and since then it's been a string of miscarriages. So since then I had decided to give my body a break this year. Um, and focus on my children, my husband, being grateful for having them, um, focusing on my body, focusing on my business and kind of wanting to try again soon, almost giving myself a year break and my emotions a year break. 
Um, and I know that Catherine also spoken so much about her fertility journey. So she's coming on to talk about that and talk everything health. She's super savvy. If you don't follow her yet, get acquainted with her. She is badass. She says it like it is. Um, the way that I actually discovered her, and I'll talk about it when I introduce her on the podcast next week, is because one of my friends was following her and said, this girl is you in Canada. She says it like it is. And sure enough, I started to follow Catherine and fell madly in love with her no-nonsense approach to everything. Um, as you can hear, I'm kind of losing my voice. Uh, which I think comes from uh, retreat hangover. I'm totally hangover on the retreat high, the beauty, the magic of it, but also kind of feeling jet lag from it because it was a 24-hour round-the-clock um, thing. The adrenaline was pumping, and when I would go sleep at night, the energy was so high, I would have a hard time sleeping. I'd be excited for the next day. I'd have tons of ideas. Um, so Catherine's coming on the podcast next week. I get sidetracked, so sorry. So excited to tell you about all of this. Also, at the retreat, we put some special touches. Every day, our retreat attendees would get articles that I've written either for um, fellow bloggers. So I wrote like articles for the Skinny Confidentials and the Skinny Confidential, Lauren. Uh, we printed those out like little newspaper uh, and submitted them. There was an article written about me by my good friend Virgilia. Um, for the Edonist magazine, we also submitted that. And then every night we would put um, the quote, uh, the food for thought of the night on everyone's plates. Um, and it was amazing because it had to do with having a good relationship with food. So, for example, one of them, the first one on day one, the food for thought, uh, said no disease that can be treated with diet should be treated by any other means. And that's from Maimonides, which is also, like the Talmud, Jewish ancient wisdom deals a lot about science and uh, physics and uh, health. Um, every night I, we would put something like that and kind of reaffirm and re, um, reintroduce everyone to having a great relationship with food and remember that it's what food can do for you rather than do what food can do to you. Um, so I'm wondering if you want those, thought, those, those food for thought. Uh, if you haven't received them or I actually screenshot them on my story when I post them and you want them, you can email us. Um, you can email us at retreat at themethodmc.com. We're going to put that link in the show notes and just say, I would like to get the food for thought and we'll send you the six of them that we served up every night on everyone's plates. Uh, they would find it on a really pretty print of our palm tree. Um, thank you cards that you guys get uh, in your packages. So if you want those, if you want to get some of the articles that we uh, ended out, I also uh, had, um, I forgot to mention that, I think. I don't think I mentioned it. Crazy. Um, if you guys remember, we had a collab with a company called Your Tea. Now, if you know anything about me, you know I am against any kind of skinny tea or tea that promises you that you will lose weight. I think it is absolute bullshit. Your tea is not that at all. 
Uh, I met the CEO of UOT in Capri last year. We fell madly in love. We had a girl crush uh, at a restaurant where you kind of sit a very promis like in a very promiscuous way near people you absolutely don't know. So that was the Aurora restaurant in Capri, which is my favorite restaurant in Capri. And she's sitting next to me and with her big smile. And I'm usually, when I'm with Gilles out on a date, I really don't socialize with people around me because I'm so focused on our romantic time. But this girl just charmed me with her smile. We started talking. Um, she didn't tell me what she did for a living, but I knew she was from Australia. She seemed very inclined. Um, she knew a lot about wellness and health and I told her what I did in Monaco. She said she had a friend in Monaco, came often, we would see each other again. Lo and behold, a few months later, she found me on Instagram and I was going to Positano where she was at the time because she lives there four months out of the year. Um, and we became super close and then I realized she was the CEO of your tea. Um, and at that point, we started a collab about gut health because your tea is all about Chinese medicine. So what Steph does, Steph, Steph Wakefield, she actually works with Chinese medicine medical doctors um, and creates this Chinese herbs blends for the gut, for the hormones, fertility, there's even a sex tea. So we did this collab back a few months ago called Follow Your Gut with Tiny Tea, which is all about gut health and the Chinese herbs in there are pretty potent. I worked with her doctor at the time, a Chinese medicine doctor uh, and advisor at the time to write a, an ebook called Follow Your Gut. And this collab was inulin and tiny tea together uh, that you were to have within a 28 day period. And we had extremely, extreme success with it. People with IBS, people with Crohn's disease, people with skin issues already inulin is really well known for you know, tending to these issues, but follow your gut collapse sold out in the matter of a month uh, and the ebook e as well. So we gave out the ebook to our retreat guests when um, when Steph came, same came, Steph came for 24 hours. She stayed with us. She lectured us. She explained uh, all the science and all her knowledge on gut health, her own journey with uh, endometrius. Um, and she also came out as the CEO of your tea. She was kind of in hiding all this time. She's like an anonymous CEO, uh, but she came to the retreat and she was our guest speaker for 24 hours. She educated us. She indulged us with her beautiful presence and energy. She taught us so, so, so much. And that was just wonderful to have her. The camaraderie was just incredible. She connected with everyone. And actually Giovanna, right after, went to Florence. Giovanna, one of our guests, went to Florence and they had lunch together, which made me so happy. That was the power and the magic of this beautiful retreat together. Um, so that's another thing that, you know, has been amazing. Um, I've been all over the place on this podcast, just so excited to tell you all about what's been happening behind the scenes at the retreat and getting my message across um, of being a girl's girl and how powerful it is nowadays. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I can't wait for next week to have Catherine on. I'm sure you will enjoy it. It will be full of information, even for those of you that are not looking to get pregnant again or to get pregnant at all. Uh, we will talk health. Um, Catherine is very, very knowledgeable as well. She's like me. She does her research. She checks things out. She 
uses them a while before she even recommends them. She's not a um, sponsored kind of whore at all. She is not. She is no nonsense. You will love the information and the value she will bring in. If you are not on the virtual platform yet and you're not working out with me virtually yet, um, maybe you want to. You have, as of today, the retreat experience 50-minute workout that has been posted on the virtual platform. You get to work out with me and with Ella. Ella is one of my clients turned certified master trainee at the time. She's getting her certification very soon. She also came to the retreat and was part of it with us um, for her own pleasure. Ella is becoming a master for pleasure, not for work. She will not be working with me or anything like that. She's just decided to do this for herself. She wanted to reach a level of mastery of the method, uh, body, mind, um, and soul for sure. Um, and so Ella is my guest on this video and we are giving you the retreat experience with this workout, 50 minutes of a very supercharged master, se master session, exactly the same moves and the same execution as my guest did during the retreat, which transformed them. If you have not seen it yet, um, you want to go on the virtual platform page, which is in the show notes, virtual.themethodmc.com. Uh, you definitely want to sign up and start working out with us. So signing up on the virtual platform, you pay a monthly fee and you have access to seven videos at this time. The basic video is the one you want to start with. And ultimately you have the retreat experience, 15 minutes of a supercharged workout that made for incredible transformations for the during the retreat. You can go on the method Instagram, which is in the show notes also. It's linked in the show notes and see, for example, we've posted Amalia. She was one of our guests and the way that she's transformed is just incredible in the course of those six days, seven nights. Um, all of it thanks to amazing Mediterranean meals that I've curated with my cookbook uh, and prepared by starred chef Yorick Tiesch. Um, all of it thanks to two master sessions per day of 60 minutes each. All of it due to low cortisol levels and just overall happiness. Uh, we also did the fat crushing massage massages with our specialist Barbara, who's part of our team. Um, what else can I tell you about this transformation? We had Simply Inulin in mostly all of our meals. I did fiber, but most importantly, added prebiotic. You feed your good gut bacteria, and when you feed your good gut bacteria, you stop retaining fat and you stop having insulin resistance, uh, which helps you lose weight, which, weight sorry, which helps you uh, fight cravings. The beauty of it all is that none of us needed nor wanted to have snacks between meals. We haven't felt the need or want or craving for it and that is indication of very balanced hormones and a very balanced and happy gut. So that was with the Simply Inulin in our cookies in the morning when we didn't do the intermittent fasting in our coffee. Uh, Simply Inulin was also in our desserts. We had our praline 
truffle balls um, within your linenette. That's on my e-cookbook. The e-cookbook, if you want it, if you want to eat the way we ate at the retreat, every single meal was curated uh, according to the cookbook. Um, that's going to be on the shop page and it's linked uh, in the show notes. There's also a hardcover and softcover coming up. Um, if you prefer to have it in your hands, it will be in the shop very soon. Um, and you also have Simply Kefir, which we had every morning. We also had it, so we had it in the morning in the form of a coconut vegan yogurt. Um, Chef Yorick Tiesch prepared it for us. He used Simply Kefir, of course, or vegan water kefir grains. And he followed my recipe, which comes with the Simply Kefir when you, when you purchase it. And it was so creamy, so delicious. Every day it tasted a little bit different, but every day was so amazing and made the gut fell, feel completely balanced. Uh, the best way to know that kefir is working is when you start having a regular bowel movement. I know, sorry, too much information, but don't feel like it's a laxative, which is so, so important. I hate anything that is like a laxative. So uh, this is like a natural occurrence where your gut is completely balanced. You become regular in your bowel movement. You feel like your tummy is totally depleted. And most importantly, you no longer crave for carb-rich food. You crave for healthy food. And that's amazing. It's a, it's, there's a big difference between deciding to push yourself to eat healthy food and to eat a balanced meal with vegetable protein and not go crazy with starches like potatoes or, or pasta constantly or you know foods that don't really have any nutritional value. Uh, and there's a big difference between craving that kind of healthy food. Big difference, restriction or simply following your body intuitively. And so that's what I loved. I loved seeing that process happening for everyone. And I do credit a lot of it to the Simply Kefir and the Simply Inulin, but I also credit it to, have it to having Mediterranean food without being afraid of fatty acids like avocado, olive oil, eggs, olives. We ate all of that. We had a little bit of sourdough bread every day. Everyone had a piece the size of their hand and it was absolutely fine. It was actually super healthy and helped them not feel restricted. Um, everyone had an incredible transformation. Everyone was happy. No one felt like they were on any type of restriction or retreat. I've had some people even call it a vacation by the end. So you know that it's working when it's called a vacation rather than a retreat. A vacation that you come back losing weight and transformed rather than gaining weight and feeling like you need to get back on track. I hate that word. Um, that being said, you can find Simply Inulin and Simply Kefir on the website, of course. And I have a big, big, big announcement when it comes to beauty. You guys all followed me on Instagram. If you've been on Instagram and you've seen my trip to Morocco, I always bring back from Morocco um, rose oil, pure rose oil, which gives me that incredible glow on my face and purifies my skin. You've seen me using it with my Clarisonic. Uh, face massager for lymphatic drainage on my face um, this oil I am bringing to you it's coming out in the store next week it's coming straight from Marrakesh I am going back next week to Marrakesh um, to actually make sure that everything is happening according to plan and that we're getting the best best of the best as always the same as simply in your lane simply kefir um, so the rose oil Ville de Rose 
is called Fucking Beautiful and it will be in shop next week. I am so excited to bring that to you. Uh, so many of you had asked if I would bring it and I am. I will also be bringing um, um, Amber, Amber Rocks, which you've probably seen on my stories as well, but that will be a few weeks later and also coming from Marrakesh. So, so much as far as new products launching and a whole section, beauty section and ambiance section, which I will call low cortisol section. <laughs> Um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you have any questions, you know, you can go on my latest post on Instagram and ask them. I always answer everybody. Um, every single information I've shared on this podcast today is in the show notes. So feel free to check it out. On this note, I wish you a beautiful weekend. Bisous, bisous from Monaco.